Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today on this beautiful Thursday morning. Now, this podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate. And we cap things off with our daily betting card. Before we get into anything today, we got to talk about our phenomenal sponsors over at Bet99, which is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and EPL. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to make an account. Use code SHOOTERSON at sign up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. We also have the Saskatchewan number down below in the ticker as well for you. We want to make sure that you're gambling responsibly at the end of the day. So let's talk about yesterday. Another positive day for the show. Three and two overall. A lot of close calls yesterday, honestly. Almost all of the plays came down to the wire. The Pacers and Knicks. Pacers were down 14 heading into the fourth. They made a late push, but unfortunately come up short on the plus four and a half as they lose 119 to 113. Nashville plus one and a half uh, against the Leafs. Two to one was the final there, and we we're biting our tongue a little bit and nervous when uh, Toronto missed the open net and they iced the puck there late, but were able to pull out the Nashville win. We also had the Kings in regulation versus San Jose, another tight one, 4-3 to three was the final there. So a clean sweep on the ice, and then a split in college basketball, as Alabama and Arkansas, under 151.5, they finish at 153, and Duke, Blue Devils, minus 7.5, they cover by just a single point. They, in fact, they were down 9 at halftime, the bet looked dead, and then they had a massive second half to cover that spread. Now, when we're talking about some other headlines from yesterday, let's start with the two NFL injury news alerts, which is that no Lamar Jackson, no Tua Tagovailoa this weekend. So the this begs the question, do either teams really have a chance heading into this playoff run? Now, Baltimore, they were plus six and a half because it sounded like Lamar was going to go now that he's been ruled out. They are plus eight and a half. With how the Bengals have been playing recently, they're the hottest team in the AFC heading into the playoffs. And I assume that the entire world is going to be on the Bengals here. But it's always tough to bet a spread like that. If you would have got it at six and a half, then I would say you should feel fairly comfortable. But division rival, now it's up to eight and a half. Anytime you get past that full touchdown, it's always a bit of a gamble. So, I think that if I'm looking at this one, uh, the rest of the roster is relatively healthy. If they can get the run game going, maybe they can give 
the Bengals a bit of a run, but it's hard to, to bet on the Ravens after what the Bengals did in the playoffs last year. Now, the other AFC matchup, that being Miami and Buffalo, it was minus 10 and a half when it sounded like Tua had a chance, even if it was a slim one of going He's now out. Bridgewater, he's questionable. I would give them a little bit more of a shot if Bridgewater actually goes, if they end up going to uh, whoever their third string is. I forget his name. That's how bad he's been. Then I would I would rule it out entirely. That line's now at minus 13. Again, another division game, but I'm not giving them much of a chance at uh, when you're talking a double-digit spread in the playoffs. And for a team like Buffalo, all the emotions around that team and how good They've been in the past couple of years. Now, EFL Cup-wise, Manchester City are out yesterday. And, and we said both teams to score no, assuming that Man City was going to win 2-0. But they, in fact, lose 2-0 to Southampton. So they are officially out of that competition. And they're heading into a very crucial weekend in the EPL season because now they have to head to Manchester United at Old Trafford. And United have been rolling since they ditched Cristiano Ronaldo, which means that this is going to be a do-or-die game for their title hopes. Arsenal, they have to go to White Hart Lane this weekend as well. So honestly, just a pivotal weekend overall in the standings. If City, who are currently five points back, if they slip up and Arsenal doesn't, this lead could stretch to seven or eight points. But on the flip side, if City uh, takes all three points, maybe Arsenal draws or loses to Tottenham then the title race is back in a massive way. Either way, tune in early Saturday and late Sunday for some great footy action. Really looking forward to the second half of the EPL season. But with that, let's head over now. Let's look at the daily game slate. That's what we're here to do to make our official betting place for today. But before we do, let's play the daily game slate video. And we've actually got some Thursday EPL to kick things off today with Fulham at plus 240 taking on Chelsea at plus 116. Now, Fulham, they've won four straight games in all competitions. To see a promotion side like this do as well as they have has been very surprising. And on the flip side, Chelsea, they've lost four of their last six. In fact, they just have one win in their last eight games overall. So this is a pivotal one for Chelsea if they want to make a late season push potentially get into Europa League action. It looks like getting into the actual Champions League may be out of the question, but when you sit 10th in the table, I think this is a good spot for them to potentially pick up a result. Um, and honestly, if I'm being perfectly honest, I just like the fact that you can get Chelsea at plus money today at plus 116, even if it is on the road for what is typically a top six EPL side overall. Now, NBA-wise, we got six games tonight. Only two of them I'm really liking, and, and the big reason why is when we're looking at OKC and Philly, yes, Philly's minus 9.5, and, and they just covered that against Detroit, but OKC's been much better than Detroit this year, and especially on the road. So when we start talking about can OKC keep it within single digits, I really think that they can. Do I like it enough to go and bet against Philadelphia when they're at home how well they've played? No, I don't, So which is why I'm staying away. Now, Charlotte and Toronto, the Raptors are minus 7.5, but Toronto just hit 23s in their last game against Charlotte, a season high. Feels like it could be a letdown spot, but Charlotte's also so bad, I really don't want to back them either on the road today. 
So I wanted to stay away there. Milwaukee and Miami. Milwaukee's on a back-to-back, and I'm still waiting on a spread that I like today for this game. This is one where potentially later on in the day, maybe I'll take a look at. But with Miami, minus three and a half now is what the line is updated to. Maybe I'll look at Milwaukee a little bit later on in the day. I would imagine that's going to get bet down closer to minus two and a half, maybe even a pick them by the time tip-off happens. And then Cleveland, minus one and a half versus Portland. They're terrible on the road against the spread. They're just 7-12-1. But I don't like Portland enough to pick them to win outright over this Cleveland team, so I'm staying away. But I do like Boston minus 3.5 and and Brooklyn. Um, Although I will say this much, I think if I'm playing anything out of this game, it would be the under and a big reason why. The Nets don't have KD. That's obviously huge. They've still won 9 of their last 10 games. And we're talking about Boston last night. They're on a back-to-back. Brown dropped 41. Tatum dropped 31. So it's going to be tough to replicate that on the second night of the back-to-back. And they've gone under in three of the last four head-to-head. So if I'm playing anything, I'm probably playing the under in Celtics and Nets. Then Dallas minus two and a half versus the Lakers tonight. After what I saw on Christmas Day, this Dallas game, I think it's going to be a very uh, not-close game. Uh and they're 6-14 and 14 on the road against the spread. That's how much I don't like this Lakers team tonight. Now, they've won. Dallas has won three of their last five road games overall. And they also covered in their last six against the Lakers. So, minus 2.5 feels like fairly easy money tonight. Now, we have a lot of NHL action tonight. 12 games happening. We're going to quickly breeze through the ones that we're not playing and why. Starting with Detroit and Toronto. Toronto on a back-to-back, even though they've dominated my Red Wings in recent matchups Carolina and Columbus I'm not playing a Carolina puck line or a minus 330 road money line as they take on Columbus tonight I don't like Seattle and Boston because as much as I love Seattle on the road this year Boston's just been amazing in general so it's a very tough one to bet Vancouver and Tampa I don't like a minus 260 for Tampa who have won seven of their last 10 but it's only been by an average of a single goal Uh, as well in this head-to-head matchup, so I'm staying away. Nashville and Montreal. Nashville's minus 150 on the road. Feels a little bit juiced, and that line appears to be moving more in Nashville's favor, and I can't back Montreal under any circumstance the way that they're playing. Calgary and St. Louis. St. Louis is on the fade list until further notice, even though they're at home tonight. And then to cap it off, Colorado and Chicago. I'm not taking a minus 315 on the road as bad as the Blackhawks have been. So let's talk about the games that we do. Like Dallas is plus 105 versus the Rangers, who are minus 125 at home. And I kind of dig Dallas today on the money line. They've won seven of their last 10, including four of their last six road games. And the Rangers, they're, they've just been okay at home this year. What I do like to see is that the Stars have won six of the last 10 head-to-head and also four out of five overs which I think favors Dallas in this matchup. And you got Winnipeg or minus 125 today taking on Buffalo. Winnipeg have won six of their last 10, but they're only one and three on the road over that stretch. And Buffalo, they're winners of seven of 10 games. So if I'm looking at anything tonight, I think that I would play the under because in five of the last six matchups, they've gone under. And with it being at six and a half, I really love it when you can get to that spot. Hellebuck going for the Jets, it looks like. Anderson at home should be solid enough for this to be a relatively low-scoring game. Minnesota and the Islanders, pure pick at this juncture. 
and both teams are playing 500 hockey right now. I do like the over, though, in this matchup. They've gone over in five of the last eight head-to-head. And Fleury and Sorokin, they're both serviceable goaltenders. I don't love them enough, though, to believe that they can keep this as a low-scoring game. So give me the over five and a half as one that I really like. Ottawa on the road against Arizona today. And it's weird to say that I like Arizona tonight. I don't say that very often in the NHL. But they've won three of their last five home games. Ottawa's last lost three of their last four on the road as well. And when we're talking head-to-head, you don't say this very often, but Arizona's dominated. They've won seven of the last ten against Ottawa. Yes, they're on a six-game losing streak, but I think that could end tonight at home. And then the final NHL play is Florida versus Vegas. Florida, they've won just two of their last six road games, and they're just 9-13-1 on the road this year. Vegas, on the other hand, they've won four of the last five head-to-head matchups, including all three at home. So it feels like a really good spot to bet Vegas, who were minus 130 last night. And in college basketball-wise, we've got three ranked teams playing today. Only one of them, though, really feels right. You got Utah versus number seven, UCLA. When you start seeing minus 13, though, in a conference rivalry like this, and the over-under line is around 134, 135. I just think it's a really tough spot for them to cover. We're basically saying that UCLA has to go and put up 75 points tonight, and Utah to only score 60. I think that's a really tough spot, so I don't love either side. And then number nine, Arizona versus Oregon State. Again, this is another steep number. I know that Oregon State have not been good this year, but to see that kind of number, a 17 number, on the road in a conference game, I just, it's now moved to 15 and a half. Unless this number dips all the way down to like 13, then I really wouldn't like it. If you're looking for a parlay piece, maybe buy a couple points. If you can hopefully get it down to around a minus 12, then it might be worth playing. But where it's at right now, I just don't see the value. Now, the value that I do see, number eight, Gonzaga taking on BYU. And Gonzaga, they have a half dozen point spread right now in this one. We got it at minus six yesterday, but minus six and a half. Now that could continue to move in Gonzaga's favor just based off of how they've played BYU in previous years. Um, Gonzaga, they're just five and 11 against the spread this year. BYU is about 500 in that regard, but BYU have gone under in six of their last eight games at home, which I think is a bad spot for them. I think if this gets to a point where Gonzaga is putting up a ton of points and they don't show up at home, then we're going to see a Gonzaga cover. And so I really like this spot for the Bulldogs to cover on the road. But with that, we're going to head over to our last call pick segment, which is sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. This is where we give you our official betting place for today. We got six games for you. But before we do, let's play the video. Last Mountain Distillery is family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery's success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are still out now. Their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka 
go and check them out. Really love their old fashioned as well. One of my favorite products that I've had and one that I always keep in my liquor cabinet. So appreciate them over there at Last Mountain Distillery. But we want to go ahead and have another profitable day. We want to make it three straight days for the show. But we're tired of going three and two. We got six plays for you here today. At worst, we want four and two today. And so we're going to start with our EPL play that we talked about earlier, which is Chelsea Moneyline versus Fulham at plus 116. This is a one-unit play. In fact, we've got a few uh, plus money plays for you here today. But Chelsea, they just brought on Joa Felix on loan. Now, he likely won't go today, but I do think that's going to boost their spirits a bit, given they've been in such poor form. What I'm really banking on is that I really think Fulham is going to come back down to earth at some point. Four straight wins in all competitions is really difficult when you are a promotion side like this. And so I think that now they are going to struggle at home and Chelsea will pick up the result. As I said earlier, I'm going to play the Wild and Islanders over five and a half at minus 120. This is our favorite play of the day on the ice. And it's because in his last four starts, Marc-Andre Fleury, he's given up three and a half goals per game. Sorokin's last four, he's giving up two and a half. Both teams are averaging over three goals per game and almost giving up three as well. I just think it's great value when you've got that five and a half line and neither goaltender you're truly sold on to have a great night. So I'm going to play the over five and a half. We're also going to head over and we're playing the Arizona Coyotes money line versus the Ottawa Senators at plus 140. And the Coyotes, they're seven, five and two at home this year, whereas Ottawa is just seven, nine and two on the road. Arizona is also on that six-game losing streak, like I said. I think it's their get-right spot. Vegmelk is on a five-game losing streak as well. Both of those are coming to an end tonight as the Coyotes are going to pull out a W at home. Then you got the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Car- or Florida Panthers. I said Carolina. Wow. Florida Panthers, and I love the money line at minus 130. Logan Thompson, he's won two of his last three starts. So overall, I like this home spot for him. And anytime you've got overpaid Bobrovsky in net, who's 10, 12, and 1 for a great Florida team, I think it's a good spot. Florida's below average road records, what put it over the top for me. And so I'm banking on the Golden Knights to get it done. Then NCAA-wise, I like the Troy Trojans minus 2.5 versus the Georgia State Panthers. It's a one-unit play at minus 106. And Troy, they're averaging almost nine more points per game on the year, and they're pretty even defensively. The Trojans are also 9-5 and five against the spread this year, and they've covered in five of their eight road games, whereas Georgia State, they've only covered in three of their nine home games, and they've gone under in five of ten, uh, which I just don't think favors them in this matchup. I think Troy's going to get it done, and they'll win pretty comfortably on the road today. And then to cap it off, we talked about it earlier, Gonzaga Bulldogs minus six versus the, the BYU Cougars. This is a two-unit play. Gonzaga have been awful at covering this year, but I love this spot tonight. They've won nine of the last 10 head-to-head against BYU, averaging almost 89 points per game over that stretch. Now, I don't quite see them getting to 89, but I think 80 to 85 is doable, and the defense is good enough where they're going to hold BYU to around 70 points. Those are our plays for today. Really appreciate everyone who tunes into our live show every single day. And we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.